fact that you're taking money from people and holding them to the standard of someone that would get paid for that and then calling up certification and then when they breach contract and kind of ruffle your feathers, you take it away. Hi everyone, I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Who else has felt personally victimized by ripping color box tabs and saving them just to keep track of your back bar ordering? We all have. Which is why we have partnered with SalonScale to make this process streamlined and simple. The SalonScale app will keep track of all of your color used, down to the last drop and give you a suggested color order list whenever you need it. No more under-ordering and no more over-ordering. Tap the link in the episode description to see why thousands have joined the Salon Scale movement. Use code DTH10 to check out for 10% off. Many of our listeners have no idea that Destroy the Hairdresser is more than a podcast. That's right. If you're looking for more education to elevate your salon business and make more money, then our community is the perfect place for you and your team. Unlock live weekly webinars with our entire roster of trained coaches, tap into new networking opportunities, and gain access to our educational dashboard that houses over 100 hours of on-demand business education. Finally, support for hairdressers that want to change the industry. Tap the community link in the episode description and get seven days of free business education today. Can you tap your nails in the mic for me? I want to hear what it's like. I don't really have any nails. Those are just stubby fingers hitting them. <laughs> that was. It was like little nubs. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. It was nubs MR. <laughs> Speaking of nubs. <laughs> <laughs> I think we pride ourselves here at Destroy the Hairdresser on talking about topics that nobody else wants to talk about. This topic was really in, has been in the works for a long time, and it's nothing new. I don't think anyone will be surprised by it. But I think today, Sid and I had a meeting, and you basically renamed the certification process. I think certifications are non-competes with a Halloween mask on. Because, okay, let's like break down, obviously, everyone knows what a non-compete is and they trap people into situations. Well, let's, a non-compete is a contract that no one reads. <laughs> yes. And signs very freely. Reactively. And very reactively. And then believes that it doesn't mean anything and then finds out that it does. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is like certifications, being certified in something that you're paying for, acknowledgement of education that you might have taken, that's grand. That's great, right? Like everyone mm-hmm. wants proof of something that they paid a lot of money for and they spent a lot of time learning. It's like diplomas. Like a degree. A degree, yeah. yeah. But what's happening now, and we're seeing this in our education industry, people are using certifications as a form of a non-compete but it's not called a non-compete so it's called a certification it's called a certification (laughs) so basically you're paying a bunch of money to be a part of a group or an educational system or a brand it could be a technique it could be services it could be theory it could be anything in our industry and you're paying for a certification 
that you are now certified to teach A, B, and C. Or to even just do. Or to or do. Or to practice Just something. to practice it. So if you say that you are doing this technique within your business, behind the chair, or in your salon, you have to have the certification. Cool. I get that. Now, the problem is, what's happening is you're getting certified in a technique, and then you try to go get certified in a different technique, and that original certification company is like, oh, hell no. You can't do both techniques in the same space. And you're like, well, what the, what? I paid all this money. And then they're it's, like, no. <laughs> and that's how you know it's non-compete. You, you didn't get certified. You signed an agreement. A certification, if I think of it like a degree, the college I get my degree from is not chasing me down, <laughs> saying, how dare you use this in a way that fits your life? This was specifically meant for this. And you cannot go to another school. You went to this school. So when you get a certification, which a certification should allow you to expand yourself, not put you in a box. And if you got a certification where you now are in a box, you didn't get a certification. You signed a non-compete. For a brand. And you and are now trapped. trapped to that brand. Yeah. Ooh, it makes me so angry. Because imagine... I don't even want to say imagine because this is happening to people, but you yeah, go imagine and, it's already happening. You go to take a haircutting class from a specific educator. Maybe they've trademarked their content. Great. That's fine. Trademarking is awesome because you can't steal the content and then go teach it as your own. I get that. Right. You've now been certified in this technique. And then you try to go to another class that might quote unquote be the competitor of that person. Now that person is saying that you're no longer certified in this because you've breached contractor because again you didn't get a certification <laughs> you signed a non-compete <laughs> but i think this is what's so harmful people are paying when okay like let's call it out well, i mean let's just say what it is it's the extension it, it's the extension portion of our industry people are spending utmost i, I would say minimal 10 to twenty thousand dollars for some of the certifications and then sometimes just getting removed completely, removed from the website, removed from... I mean, we hear it on, we just heard it today. We hear it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. People that DM people are us getting constantly about this. That they signed up for this program. I don't even care about the promises. I don't care if they promised you marketing or opportunity. I don't care what they promised you because that's just marketing. But mm -hmm. when you pay, I think today we heard someone paid upwards of 20000 mm -hmm. and and then you get like a... I'm a master. You get like titles and things that, by the way, don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But then again, if it was a certification, like a degree, yeah, where I learned something from people who curated education, I should be able to go out in the world and expand on that, whether I do my own thing or whether I do what they do. You paid the money, you got the information. Exchange right. has been completed. Right. But if I sign a non-compete, mm -hmm. now I'm in a whole shitstorm of legal... Mm -hmm. issues not and just legal issues this carries on to your salon owners and your owners and things like that like your it can, bosses your bosses it can take i'm promising you it can take your bosses down with you i think there's two things that need to happen one first off companies need to stop branding certifications or non-competes as certifications they need to stop branding non-competes as certifications that that's I, gotta I think stop also number one point one would be <laughs> one a yeah one a hairdressers and salon owners need to understand 
to read contracts. Yeah, well, that was and if you don't, point two. <laughs> and if you don't want to read it, that's why you hire a lawyer. You need to hire someone to read your contracts. And if anything is saying you can, I'm going to teach you this, but then you can't do this and you can't do this and you can't do, that's not a certification. It's I just basically like, your brand ambassador. You're paying yeah. to be a brand, a part of the brand and to teach the brand and to implement the brand. And it, it almost becomes like cult like and we just talked about today, it should be education over certification. Always. You don't need a certification to be good at doing extensions or coloring hair or cutting hairs. You don't need a certification. You need the education. And you may want a piece of paper that proves that you took that education. Mm -hmm. But when that piece of paper dictates how you use that education, that's when you're fucked. That it's was like doing the snaps. That was so good. Podcast that was over. Drink. I could not say that again if I tried, but at least it's done. recorded. We're done talking. This is it. They got the point. <laughs> that's I exactly want, what it is. Well, I also want to add we're not going to go into this topic because we're not authorities in it, but just the fact that extensions have been appropriated from black culture and then names like hand tied which essentially comes from sewing there's so many connections with the extension world that are kind of problematic which is a different topic for the appropriation part but today's topic really staying focused on the certification part when i sign up for a class i do want a piece of paper or a pdf or a pin i want something that says I took this class because I just, I want that, but it shouldn't dictate what I do next. So if you take a course and you're getting certified in a method, that verbiage is fine. As long as it's real, just certification, which means I'm giving you the education and you're paying me for the time that I'm spending giving the education and whatever you do with it next is up to you. I mean, Sid, can you imagine if we had everyone sign these certificates? No, I could not imagine that. And that's why, for example, the only people are vetted in our program are the future proof students. So what that means is that we can actually say like, yeah, we back them up. But just because you took our education and you go out there and say, I took DTH's education, and then someone was like, I don't like this, this, and this about how you're running your salon, you can't come after the program because one, we're not even coaching them anymore. We're not even teaching them anymore. There's no certification. We're not holding them to anything. They paid to learn from us. And what they do with that information is their, it's their business. Right. And people have done that before. They'll be like, you took this business course or you took this course. So now it's that company's fault that you're, no, if someone wants to go act like an asshole after they've taken our education and not listen to the things that they paid for to learn from us, I cannot help them. And that's what's so harmful for these businesses to teach things, make people pay. I mean, can, that is so much money and I'm not saying it's not valuable for education, but when you're paying that much money and then getting harmed in the process, that's a problem. And I think that's what people really have to think about. Well, you're paying that much money, you're being manipulated, mm -hmm. you're being told you're getting all these things and there's different, uh, you know there's a scary moment when it's like, that's tier one and then you're this and then yeah, any yeah, tiered yeah. system where you can climb, Again, I like a I like a climb. I like a I like Perfect. achievement. Yes. But when that turns into I have to keep spending more money to be certified to then not be able to do if anything like I want people to take coaching and I want them to go out there, take what they learned, and then do something more with yeah. it. 
like with that's the whole point of education right not to be trapped and i'm only going to teach this way this way this way that is a job you work for a company and you're teaching a method and you're doing that thing that's different it's a job so the fact that you're taking money from people and holding them to the standard of someone that would get paid for that and then calling a certification and then when they breach contract and kind of ruffle your feathers you take it away and there's no refund of money. They we should tell our landlords that we just want a certification. <laughs> just certification, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I get it's it's like two worlds in one, right? I want to just be clear: the verbiage is fine. Mm-hmm. Saying you take this course, you get a certification. Great. You take a CPR course, you get a certification. Mm-hmm. But that CPR course doesn't come after you if you're if you do it wrong or you didn't do it the way they said or you took another CPR course from someone else or you then decided to teach a CPR course, that original course was just like, yeah, you paid, you finished, you completed. Yeah. Go do what you are going to do. And I also understand being a member of something, like if you're going to pay a membership fee to gain access to continue education, mm-hmm. like those things I all understand. But this specifically, the harmful practice here is the industry is getting around the non-compete by now calling it certification and it's a trick and i don't if you want to pay twenty thousand dollars to learn how to do extensions that's or anything fine. yeah or anything but then when you leave that program you should be able to do whatever you want with that information mm-hmm. you can't teach it as if you made it up that's just a trademarking issue but it's i can a dick move <laughs> it's a dick move but I can go and learn other things and, and mix it up and do yeah. my own thing. To take that away from creative people is just a sin. I mean, we've seen it from us. Some people have taken our classes and then we're like, I really like this method and I'm going to implement that. But then I'm going to go do what I learned over here, this coaching program. And like, that's fine. You paid for that information. I can't tell you how many lawyers have told Sid and I that we need a contract mm-hmm. like this that says they can't do this and they can't do that and we've thought about it and we do have a contract of like you know what you our know, student contract our... says it says what the student's paying for and what they should receive out of what they've given their money for it says right, yeah it buries it down of you will speak to your coach twice a month you will not forcing them to but just like this is what you get for what you pay for that's the contract and the reason we do that is because we want them to know exactly what they're paying for and no more or nor less no less and it sets a boundary but in no way does it say you can't yeah no do it does say that they can't go teach it (laughs) but that's again that's stealing you know you can't go teach something as your own Again, that's why I want people to be like, we have to be very specific. There are some legal things that should be in a contract. For sure. But again, but when that gets kind of muffled around with other things that we don't fully understand, like, oh, I can't like do my job Mm -hmm. or do something else. That's when it gets scary. And I think even with our employees, our coaches, same thing. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing you can't do is take our brand and go brand yourself as DTH and teach DTH mm-hmm. courses unless you work for us. But I love when our coaches go and take other programs and oh my God. learn new things it just makes and them implement better. new ideas. But I think this ownership of knowledge when we live in a Google society, you don't need, even college is like, you don't need to spend $100,000 on a degree unless you're going to work in a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. But like, $100,000 for a degree where I can just like take a course online. That's why there's so many interesting like masterclass and mm-hmm. diff- like certifications, continuing education, all that kind of stuff. There's cool things you can do 
But I think this ownership of knowledge, we just live in a world where we can Google. Mm -hmm. Everything's a share button. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're in a share culture. If you know Destroy the Hairdresser, then you know we talk about hourly pricing all the time. That is why partnering with Aura was a no-brainer. Aura is a new salon booking software that works for salons switching to hourly pricing. Implement the hourly pricing model seamlessly with Aura's online booking experience. Salons can customize pricing per provider and display the provider's hourly rate. If you're switching to hourly, switch to Aura. Tap the link in the episode description to unlock instant savings. What people are trying to do is they're trying to find a way to get around the fact that the world is an open source and that I can find information anywhere from anyone and I can pay whoever I want to give me that information or I can find it for free. But to go about it in a way that harms people's careers is just... Mm-hmm. And these young kids that get out of school... And they're like... And they're like... I'm going to be an ambassador for this brand and I'm going to do all this work for free and not get paid or I'm going to go to fashion week and not get paid or I'm going to create all this content and not get paid and then I'm going to go no, not, only, not only am I not going to get paid I'm going to pay and then I'm going to pay it. yeah I'm going to pay to do these things too out of my own pocket when I'm already struggling to build a business and then I'm going to want to do my own thing and then get all that ripped away from me <laughs> yeah like what it's I don't so understand hurtful. what the point of education is to be able to learn digest, apply, and then for those that want to create after that, you go and create. But again, if you're protecting your brand, that's one thing. But if you are making people sign a non-compete or a non-disclosure, like, I'm sorry, you didn't, all these love hand tied, you didn't invent it. No. Also, I really just think people don't read, myself included. We all don't read. Let's be real. I'm going to call it out. All of us. We don't read. We read titles of articles. We don't read the full article. We don't do our research. When it comes to anything with your career, and if you have to sign your name on any piece of paper, you need to read it. And if you don't understand it, you need to say, I need to have someone look over this and explain it to me. I don't care who that person is. Sometimes, I mean, my wife, thank God I have her. I mean, she reads everything down to our whole lease agreement. She read it. She's like, did you know that we can't play the guitar past 10 p.m.? Had no idea. Honestly, don't care. I'm going to sign the contract. (laughs) But it's good to know. Okay? So it's those kind of things of like, find someone, anyone that can explain these things to you. Because me personally, I don't understand it. Contracts like that overwhelm me because I feel like they're a trick already. But I still look at them. Like, especially when it comes to my career or my livelihood. I still look at what I'm should, signing. I think a good contract should benefit both parties Agreed. and protect both parties. And if it only protects and benefits one side, we have a problem. We got a problem. It's a non-compete. <laughs> it's a non-compete. So when we were talking about how we wanted to share this podcast, everyone, we were talking about, you know, and talking to our team, like, how do we make this change in the industry? Like we always do with DTH. And yeah, we don't disrupt that- just, just, just to disrupt and like cause our rockets. Like, we're no, like, there's a method. Let's to that disrupt this. to create change. And what is that change? And everybody's like, we got to go. You know, everyone's first thought is we got to go after the brands and the big company. No, brands and big companies are doing what they do best, which is protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. And they have the finances to do it. And they have the finance and they will do it. Mm-hmm. So that's not who we go after. 
we, sorry, the hairdresser, know that the only way to make change is one hairdresser at a time. And starting by educating the individual hairdresser or salon are going through these processes and changing the consciousness via the professional, the consumer. If you change the consciousness there and you educate the consumer, then the people that are doing this will have no choice but to change because nobody will be accepting the behavior. But if we go after a large brand or a large company and we try to say, hey, we, you should change this, they're going to say, why? It's working. And it is working for them, which is, according to capitalism, the, that's <laughs> how that works. We want to be a little more conscious with our capitalism. It should benefit both parties. Yes, there's always a losing factor a little bit from both parties, but it should be a win-win. There's also and a the, gain. And the, yeah, there's also a gain. And I, but we have to change the consumers, the people that are saying, I want to become uh, an extension specialist and I want to learn this method and that method and this method. Oh, I, I signed this, so I can't do this and I have to post this and I can't post it. If I can help and you can help and we can all help that one person understand what happened mm -hmm. and then understand how to change it and then have that person tell another person like, hey, don't do this unless you change the contract. This, if we can do one person at a time, it will take longer, but it'll have it'll have a lasting effect. That at destroy the hairdresser, that's what we want. We don't want to just cause chaos for no reason. We want to change people's consciousness around business, and a lot of that is changing your consciousness around words such as certification, mm -hmm. which now means what? Non compete, <laughs> sell education, -compete not, not entrapments. <laughs> education over certification is really the battle cry here. I want the education. I want to pay for the education. And that is it. I want to be able to do whatever the hell I want to do next. And you know what? Maybe what I want to do next is pay more to that company to learn more and more. Mm -hmm. Or work That's for fine. them. And then, or work for them. And then all of that stuff is okay because I'm getting paid to not teach other methods to not confuse things. I'm teaching a specific thing, a specific technique, a specific amount of knowledge that has to do with brand loyalty. And that is fine. There's also so many people that are like, I want to be on their directory. Mm -hmm. We have a directory. It's wonderful. It's a, it's a resource. It's not really, it's, it's not, not the end all be all. No, it's a resource for people that are like, people were like, where are the DTH salons? And we were like, okay, we need to like, unless showcase. it comes up straight off of Google when you type in, when you're typing in a brand or a method or anything like that, if, if I type in salons or blah, 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 unless that company's link with all of the directory comes up first, then it's not worth it because what's going to happen is any business that has that method in their business name right. or in their website is going to come up first. So then you don't and get what happens, Right. And clients don't know what they need. Yes. Okay. This so is my whole point. Clients aren't going to go so, look at their website, the methods website. <laughs> Only hairdressers do. So I think that's a big thing too. It's like, I want to be in the directory. I've never, if I want something done, I've never looked for a directory. I've looked for... I don't know. I've never looked for like a method of something. You know, let's say I want Botox. I don't look up like. Because you don't know Botox. what's out there until you know. I just look up know. Botox, right? Like I don't look up a method of extension. I just look up extensions. So it's better for you to pay for SEO of your own mm -hmm. than to like be in a directory. And I know that people like promise that they'll send you business. And I don't know. It's just like kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I think 
being on a directory is fine. I don't think it's Until worth there's so many people on the directory within your 10-mile radius that you're like... Oh, yeah, that's the best. Well, that's when they get weird and they start pulling people off their directory because they... They, you don't have enough of the, uh, like, uh, big beauty brands used to do that. If you didn't sell a certain amount of products and you didn't have all of their products in your salon, you would not be featured. It's very harmful. It's very harmful. Yeah. Long story short, read the fine print. Don't get trapped in a secret non-compete. By the way, if it just and also to clarify, if it's a certification, you don't need to sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Like if you completed something and got a certification, just you just get you just get the paper that says you did it. You've completed. So any anything that you're signing is not a certification. Mm-hmm. It's a contract, it's a non-compete, it's an NDA, it's so it can be so many different things. And I just it freaks me out. I don't know what's going on with the extension world. It's becoming so culty. And this is coming from a company that everyone thinks is a cult. Know, right? The extension world is literally the scariest culty version of the beauty industry I've ever seen. And I just think it's harmful. I, and I don't think it has to be. I think it doesn't have it can to be, be really, it could be great if they, if we could just, you know, make some changes, but everybody thinks they own a method. And I'm like, you don't really own a method. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you don't, I don't get it. You can trademark something and copyright something. You can license something out, but that's, again, to employees or people working for you Mm -hmm. and teaching your methods, giving your methods out and making money off your methods. But if someone takes your method and rebrands it enough where they can legally get away with it, I mean, what, like, you're going to go after them and what, shut down their business? (laughs) And what? I don't know. It just sounds so crazy. it's insane. And we, I mean, we get DMs constantly of stories where this is happening to people and their lives are literally being ruined, like ruined. And we can't help them and we can give them a shoulder to cry on, but that's it. I mean, there's nothing that we can do. We, we just say, get a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. We can point them in the direction of a lawyer, but that's all. And, but it's just, I'm set that's when we finally were like, we need to talk about this because when you get that many horror stories in your inbox and you're reading that constantly, it's like, and you can't help as a company that is a business company that helps. Like, we can't it's help. It's a bad business practice. Yeah. What is? Oh, what they're doing. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah. I'm saying like us getting these horror stories sent to us, like, it's hard on our end just to listen to it. So that's why we're bringing this to all of you because we're and like, it's, I don't think anybody. And it's all, it's different companies, but it's the same problem. Same problem in each company. And so what what makes me laugh too is that all the extension companies were all born from each other, <laughs> and then they be, and then they That's did everything what the art same. Is it's a mimic, it's a copy, it's an inspiration of something else. It's a it's a problem solving thing too. Sometimes different methods are created. I have a question. Like when you own a method, like is it because I like I put the stitch to the left instead of the right, and now that method's mine? I don't do extension, so I don't know. <laughs> but- well, I mean, like. Can I own a method in haircutting where, like, if someone tried to cut... It's like the Vanilla Ice song and the Queen song. And the reason, like, it was one was, like, one beat, you know? Maybe it's like that. Mm -hmm. It's just such slight difference. Like, can I trademark a method where, like, you hold your shears a certain way, but then if you don't do it that way, but you say it's that way, I can come after you? 
And, you know, that's... <laughs> that's exactly what these companies are doing. Well, that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you want to run your business like that, you can. If you want to be a company that just sues people, goes after people, and tries to ruin people's lives, you can be that company. There just won't be any longevity. Mm-mm. And it's going to happen. Eventually, people will hear these rumors so much that it'll well, I mean, it'll it'll start to destroy the brand for sure, without fail. And the new generation is not going to deal with that. No, Gen Z is like not. f you. We're not no. <laughs> now people are just sourcing their own hair and doing their own thing, mm-hmm. which cool. And like that's the thing is like, why do we want to own every? It's very American. Like, I own mm-hmm. that idea. It's like, not not really. There's so much more. I mean, there's so... This topic is so specific. We can so do a whole other episode on <laughs> Well, there's, it's so specific, and it, the answer is so simple. But, like, now I'm just mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I'm just upset about it. Like, stop harming people. I'd love to hear stories, like... Oh, my God. I'm afraid to ask. Well, we're already hearing them, but... If this is relating to anyone, even if it was like in a form of a non-compete or something like that, I think it would be good to hear. And I think that's how we bring light to it is just by bringing attention to it. So if anybody is going through this, I'm so sorry for you. And my heart goes out to you because it is not fun and it's not a great experience. And for those of you that have not, do your research. Heed the warning, mm-hmm. right? Think about Again. it. There are programs out there that value education over certification. There are many of them out there. You can find them all over the place. But when you get bamboozled by large companies that I think had good intentions in the beginning and then lost it somewhere along the way because their lawyer told them they should do this. And again, our lawyer tells us we should do things all the time. We say no because that's just not how we do business. Just really do your research, like Sid said. And remember that a certificate, if you have to sign, something to get a certification it's probably not a certification next time on destroy the hairdresser the podcast and that creates this bottleneck people can't go into the working force because all the jobs are taken we're as hairdressers when we become affordable we're doing the same exact thing absolutely we're hurting our industry as you grow you have to become less accessible you have to you have to become less affordable you have to move up so that other people can come after you